irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to The Power of Love Show, only on L.A. Talk Radio. Welcome to The Power of Love Radio, show sponsored by the Dee Jackson Foundation, where we shine a light on loss and grief and how it impacts our lives. We are here to provide hope, resources, and a community so no one feels alone in their grief. We believe that through the power of love, not, that nothing is impossible with love on your side. I am Terrell Jackson, and I'm joined with my younger brother, TJ. What's going on? What's up, TJ? How you doing? Um, Taj is going to be here. Yes. I believe, right? Yes. Taj is hopefully. He, he must said be he stuck was in traffic. Hopefully he's okay. He'll be here. Yeah. Just running a little behind. That's all right. <laughs> um we are live on the Power of Love radio show. So if you are listening to us right now, thank you for joining us. Later on in our show, we will open up the um the phone line, which you can call us. I have the number here. I have it here. Three two three, ahead, yeah, three two three two zero three zero eight one five. Again, you can call us at three two three two zero three zero eight one five. So you can call us there, or if you like, you can tweet us or you know ask questions, send your comments, thoughts on and, Twitter. And until Todd gets here, yeah, I will be handling the Twitter. I think Todd will be here by the time we get to that. I point. hope. I'm getting concerned. I mean, he does show up usually right before we'll showtime, but. I don't know. Um, there wasn't much traffic, so he shouldn't be this late. But yeah. the Twitter handle is at DDJ Foundation. Again, the letters DDJ, the word Foundation. There you go. Um, also, we have a disclaimer. Yes. You want to read that to you? Sure. We are not licensed therapists. We are just ordinary people who have experienced loss in our lives. We've been impacted by it, and we've learned from it. And we want to share our opinions in an attempt to help you overcome whatever it is you are going through. Saying that if you need professional help, we urge you to seek it and to find it. Do not just rely on us. That is correct. Um, I saw Taj, by the way. He okay, gave so us a thumbs up. All right, so he's coming. So he's he's handling the um, phone call. I think we covered everything. Uh, I guess we go on to the week. Yeah. Or the week, I should say. Well, first of all, thank you for taking the lead because I woke up. You're not feeling well. Not at all. Like, I woke up, my throat hurt. You know, You know when you just feel, like, drowsy and... You don't have the energy. Have you been sleeping? I have. Yeah. Pretty good. I mean, not amazing, but nothing to complain about, you know? So mm-hmm. I just think it's, I don't really get sick often. I just think it's my time, which is okay. I'm going to embrace it and I'm going to do the best I can to get healthy as, right. as quickly as possible. Be all right. But yeah, thanks for Well, thanks for, for coming in. Yeah. yeah I, I, hadn't, I hadn't been in it, I think, in a week or two. And so I just yeah. wanted to come in. Um, But my week, what what's been going on my week? Um, nothing much with September. You know, this is always shocking to me. I don't know if I either, I don't know. I haven't been doing much. You know, I w- went to, uh, well, you were in Nashville last week. I was week. in Nashville last week, um, doing music and I just love it out there. It's so peaceful and, um, it's so accommodating. Uh, I love the, the, just the whole vibe of it. Um, it's something I think, like I said, I'll always try to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's important. Had a couple kids, um, back to school nights. Um, got to get my hair cut later today. So right. a bunch of stuff going on, but I just can't really pinpoint any specific exciting yeah. thing. Any positives. How um, about you? I've been dealing with uh, my home, mm-hmm. which I think I'm gonna, going to move from. Yes. I've I think I'm going to. I think you should. I've been 
I've, I've been, been there. Wanting, I've been wanting to move for a while. You've been there twenty one years. Dude, I've been there since twenty two. A year after the Brotherhood World Tour or so, European Tour. I've been there since ninety eight. Yeah. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, it's uh, in the studio, Tosh yeah. Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's but time. I've been there, yeah, it's it's time, man. So I think it's a good thing. It's it's gonna be change and it's gonna be a good change. It's time. Yeah. Um, but I but I have, I don't know. It's just been a really rough last three. Well, last three years dealing with the house. Yeah. Because I had an insurance claim and it's just been a nightmare. And, and then I got robbed and you know the whole deal. But um, I just want to move. It's time. And it's hard to get the house into a situation where it's presentable because I've been dealing with contractors and no one. No one finishes their work, yeah. and you got to deal with all that. It's just been a lot. Um, I know I'm rambling, but mm-hmm. so I'm I'm dealing with that. I'm I'm at that point where, and I thought about maybe keeping it and leasing it out. Yeah, you know, which is an option. It's yeah. great to keep property if you can. Yeah, and I could probably figure out a way to do that. However, I almost just don't want any part of it anymore. Mm-hmm. You want a clean slate. Yeah, and it's it's even if I keep it and lease it out, I still have to overlook it, deal with it, and I'm almost. It's like, to me, it's like my version of Havenhurst, you know? Mm. And I always wanted to keep it forever, but at the same time, it's like there's no need to attach to certain things like that. Like, you can let it go and, and build something different and build something new. And it was, it's funny, when I bought that home, I was like, all right, I'll just be here a couple of years and I'll move on to something yeah. else. And I've been there a couple of decades. Yeah. So I'm about to um, make that make that change. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I'm about to make that move. That's good. No pun intended. Good for you. Or maybe it was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm doing dealing with that and a whole lot of shifts in my life, which has been mm. been uh, adventurous. It's part of life. Right. It's part of life. It's okay. Um, but I've been losing a lot. Of I weight. see, man. I've seen. I've been watching weight, you which on, which is which is great because normally when I'm going through stuff, I'm eating mm. my emotions and things. But I'm not. I'm. I'm. Uh, so what are going you? The other route. Are you working out every day? Um, pretty much like at least every time the kids go to school, I, I go on my walk, which isn't hard. Taj, I talked to you about this. Mm-hmm. It's not hard. It's you're easy, not running. But I you're... use a, I use a vest. Okay. I wear a vest, a 20 pound vest. I was, I was the, like for the first couple times I was running, trying mm-hmm. to run, but it was hard. I was having like calf problems. Yeah. So I was like, don't force it. Don't run through it. Cause I was trying to be tough and run through it. And then it just created more injury. So then I was like, just walk it. So after I walked it, it was kind of easy. And I was like, let me get this because I saw someone wearing a vest on Instagram. So I was like, let me get this vest and see what it does. And it's it's adds some weight and it adds it makes it more challenging, especially just, when I'm going uphill. I just worry it's about what simple. it what it does to your joints. Is no, it too much. weight. No, it's not too much weight. Yeah. And the funny thing is, it's like I think about it. And when I put that vest on, mm-hmm. I, I'm thinking this is how much I used to wear. Oh, I so see. I'm used to it. Ooh, that's a good point. You know, which is kind of disgusting. Because I carry that vest. When I take it off, it's heavy. And I'm like, I used to carry all this weight with me. I hear you. So it's not it's not hard. It's not really difficult. I did run with it one time just to see if I could. Um, but I'm not going to do that again because I know that's not good for you anyways. I don't like that. Um, but yeah, I, I walk with it. It's very easy. And then when I finish, I do my push-ups with it on, which is difficult. You've always and been that person that always goes way beyond what you're supposed you, you to You know what's <laughs> funny is that this time I don't feel like I'm really working out. All right. It's weird. Like normally I like really go hardcore to get to a point where I've lost 20, 30 pounds. Yeah. Like I'll be 
almost obsessed and just really shut everything down. And I'm going to the gym twice a day and I don't really even think I'm doing that. I'm just walking and it's well simple and I'm eating a lot better too. Okay. And I'm sleeping. That's, that's I'm sleeping. Wow. I'm going that's to bed a, pretty much like that's an a hour big thing. after Bryce and Adrian go to sleep. That's I a big get thing. My sleep. Get your sleep. Um, yeah. have, you, have you just, have you thought about fasting at all? Um, not yet. I want to yeah. drop another five pounds because I've done that before. Mm-hmm. I want to drop yeah, you, another five pounds see, and then I'm going to juice for like 10 days. See, th- everything's so excessive with you. Why 10 right. days? Why not just do once a week fast? Well, once a week? That does nothing. Oh, it does a lot. Well, maybe. It receives. But I want to, I like, the reason why I want to do it is, remember that time for Taj's wedding when I juiced for 30 mm-hmm. days? Mm-hmm. That was a lot. Mm-hmm. But I, I remember how I felt. And, and you I liked did, that. Yeah, I felt, a lot of people thought I'd be tired and. It just felt good. My body felt like everything in it was clean. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, I was just drinking juice. Mm-hmm. So seven to 10 days is a lot less than 30. And I feel if I do that, like you, your skin gets different. Your oh, yeah. eyes get brighter. It's oh, just, yeah. you feel different. So it's like almost a reboot. So that's why I feel in maybe five to seven pounds or something. Well, I'll um, try that. I think you're doing great. I think you're inspiring yeah, many people. Um, I see your stories on Instagram. You're doing really well. That it stinks that that mirror is gone because I was looking yeah, forward to no. that picture. I almost took it. It was it was no, being trashed. Should... Really? Yeah, it was in the trash. No, game. but I like the spot. That's the the home. spot was good, right? Yeah. But a friend of mine was like, "You should just take that mirror and bring it on home." I was like, "That that was a." <laughs> it was funny because I crossed the mirror. I was like, "Every time I pass, yeah. it, I'm gonna take a picture." But you got to I see was be gone a bit of a bit. transformation, which yeah, was, was nice. Um, cool. But just you know, I'm. I'm proud of you man it looks yeah, it's it not good. it's not you know it's, it, it, it also showed me it's it's uh it's consistency mm-hmm. that's what it is it's like you're not going to lose it all in, in one day or in one week mm-hmm. but if you just keep doing it and doing it and doing it it's going to um it's going to show and you're going to feel different and i think i'm at my yearly i'm i am at my yearly low yeah probably my two three year you probably feel low. the best too physically yeah Great, since, man. since last year, I've gained thirty and lost thirty pounds. Wow! Crazy. Since our show in in uh, Paris, you've gained thirty. I've gained thirty and lost thirty. And that's in within a year. Mm. Yeah, that's okay, man. No, no, it's not okay. Okay, kind of okay. crazy, but that's where I am. Okay, well, congrats. I'm actually lower than I was when I was at Paris. Good, man. I'm about eight pounds lower. Good. Um, Todd Jackson. Yes. How Welcome was your week? To the show, Todd. Can you get close to the mic? Act like a professional. Uh, yeah, my negotiations didn't go off well, so I'm I'm here um, <laughs> under protest. <laughs> Your negotiations. The lawyers are still hashing it out, but um, yeah, what, um, what? he's joking. just he's I'm just joking. joking I'm saying I'm pretending oh. that we get paid for this. my feet. But you're here now, Tom. I'm here now. Um, yeah, my week was great. You know, uh, there was a premiere for uh, uh, MJ documentary yeah, called Square that. One that I was in. Um, it was great. It was actually a really good documentary, and um, I was happy to be there. Are you it. in the documentary? I'm actually in the documentary. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool, Todd. Mm. Yeah. I, so, d- I hadn't heard about it until I saw a post of, of the event. It's going to be in England as well. Um, they're doing another event, another okay. premiere. But So that was good. That was probably the highlight in terms of just, yeah. you know, you, we always talk about the highlight, and I know we're running out of time <laughs> that way. But, yeah, so. All right. Yeah. Well, I hate to. I hate to uh, bring it down a little bit, but uh, we were all talking about highlights. I have to yep. bring up a low light. Yes, definitely. Um, we we lost a friend. Yes, a week ago. 
another um, dear friend from another childhood. Dear friend. And uh, it's tough. Yeah. It's part of the show. It's part of everything. Um, but we lost we lost our friend Henry Capana, um, mm. Henros as I would call him, mm-hmm. who was the um, producer on a Jackson's what was the name of our Jackson's show? Next, Next Generation. Generation the show yeah. we did on Lifetime. He was um he was the producer on it, and uh, he passed away I believe last week on Wednesday. Correct, Taj? Am I right? Yeah, I don't remember which day it was. Specific what day? Yeah, um, I mean it, this has been yeah yeah this is hard for me because it's like i know that we've had a couple of friends and whatever this is a high school friend as well mm-hmm. not just the producer of i the went show. to uh henry and i we, we were the same age and we were in the same class we we've known each other since we were probably four four years old and our, our school buckley that we went to we went all the way from nursery all the way to 12th grade so and i graduated with him so i've known him a very very long time mm. yeah and Definitely. as well, my brothers, because yeah, we used here. to go to um, when Avid only had like one track. Mm. <laughs> um, there was these seminars, and Henry was like the only person that was kind of interested in it as well. And so we would go to these seminars in Hollywood. Mm. Um, this is in high school, mm-hmm. and so I got to know Henry very well from that, just because we had the same you know passion in film and TV. Um, but this one hit hit me hard um, because. It was weird because with grandpa, grandpa, I did want to see him before he while he was mm-hmm. sick. Henry, I was debating it because mm. only because Henry was such a powerhouse, and grandpa was too. But grandpa was older, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm. Henry was such a powerhouse to me, and such like he, you know, I've mentioned this to people. He's, he was almost like my older brother, you know, like mm-hmm. he was younger, mm-hmm. but he acted older and he presented himself. He had like a handle on life yeah. faster than everyone else did, and it just it hit me really hard um, just because I kept pushing back wanting to see him just because I didn't want to see him that way. Mm. You know, and that was the hard thing is that um, I didn't want to see him that way. And it's hard. It's a selfish thing because I know he probably would have wanted to see me, but it's like, I couldn't see him like that. And um, just sick. You you feel guilty? No. uh, I feel, I, I don't regret it. I feel, I feel bad that I wasn't there for his, wife and um for mm. mia and sophia because i think they could have used the strength but i did know that there was other people there mm-hmm. a lot of people there mm-hmm. so i didn't feel as bad mm-hmm. but i just i didn't see my reputation is people know me as pretty strong at least <laughs> no <laughs> no but i meant like i'm a, i'm a i'm you know i don't really show emotion much and all mm-hmm. that stuff but it's like so i didn't want to you know go there and and lose it you know, yeah. because then it would have been worse for them as opposed to helping them. Mm-hmm. You know, but I did write to me and all that stuff and, and explain that. But it's just, it's, it's terrible. Henry, yeah, Henry was just, you could call him for anything and just talk to him. It's one of those yeah. things. I think that's the thing, too. You can complain to him about anything, you know, mm-hmm. and he's always like, you know. Oh, it's just so devastating, you know, and just as a, you know, because he's more closer to you guys, but yeah. just as a, a family man. You know, it's it's always hard for me when I hear about anyone I know losing their life. I immediately go to their family. Yeah. And, you know, I just, I feel for me and Sophia. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I, I hope that the family support will be strong. Um, I know the friend community will be strong. Um, we all love Henry and love the family. So I just want to make sure that 
you know, like it was with David, Strasia, and Clyde, that they know that we're here for them. Mm-hmm. Um, with that said, this is the fourth passing from your grave. I know. And I was actually on Facebook. This is, uh, you saw that. And, yeah. And, and my class only had about 40 people in it. Yeah. And about 40 people, and it's the fourth male that has passed early. We've had Aaron. And it's all cancer, too? Aaron, yes, Aaron. <coughs> Alan Eruption, um, David, David Strasia, and now Hank O'Connor. So I know that some of the um, Buckley alumni are getting concerned if mm-hmm. there was something environmental mm-hmm. at Buckley during that time, mm-hmm. you know, and, and apparently there's been some others from the other classes, other years, and maybe there isn't any connection or any link, but Buckley's not a big school. So mm-hmm. when when someone loses their life in their early forties out of the yeah. blue, it is kind of yeah. shocking and and mm-hmm. it grabs you. And this isn't your year's first time. This is the fourth yeah. time. So it's all, yeah. That's like almost one out of ten, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so that's very concerning. And I hope that if there is something going on that gets discovered and yeah. and taken care of, so that no more from your class lose their lives. It's really sad, actually. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks for for bringing yeah. that up. I think that's obviously very I important. Um, all right. Well, we love you, Henry, and and, and family. Uh, family, yes. Yeah. Mm. Um, it never gets easy. It's just never know what to say, how to say, when to say. You know, we're all still learning how to deal with loss and grief. Um, hopefully, this show helps in just talking about it. Um, but it's uh, it stinks. It's always always yeah. going to be difficult um all right well we do have a, a a topic for today for today's show and uh the topic i like this one by the way yeah carol found this topic right before showtime because we didn't we were counting on taj to be here early to have a board meeting to yeah. discuss possible topics but he didn't show up yeah, <laughs> just messing with taj uh um, i know by the way i don't think he caught this but i'm a little sick you tell me that now? Yeah, you can't hear it? Now I can. I know, so now he's going to scoot over. I'm 100% scooting. But I'm keeping my distance. Mm-hmm. Um, but go ahead, Terrell. What's the topic? Yeah, the topic for today, <laughs> 10 things that happen when you start to enjoy being alone. Hmm. Say, say that again. That's very... 10 things mm-hmm. that happen when you start to enjoy being alone. So you can enjoy being alone. Yeah. Yes, you can. Of course. Of course. You guys... Um, uh, I think I know this answer. But some people fear being alone. I think I th- not I, that you guys are alone. Yeah, I fear now. being alone long term. But I don't mind having a day. When you say when you say being alone long term, do you mean like living alone forever type of thing? Yeah, n- like no going one through life by like yourself? a companion. No, I think when I get older, I'd want a companion. Yeah, exactly. I I fear the idea of not having a companion. Um, and that's probably the reason why I love kids and have so many kids and love doing things with kids, you know, um, because I don't want to ever be in that position. But it's, it's so interesting, though, because when I get a day like something like when I was in Nashville last week, I love I don't get them much. But every now and then I'll try to schedule a day where I just do nothing. And I'm in my hotel room and I could read, I can hike, not in the hotel room, of course, but <laughs> I can read, I can watch like. Um, you know, some watch me movies. You me like time. Me I me time. do like me time. time. But for so for that reason, I do love being alone. But long term, no, I, I, I need a companion. I feel that. Yeah. 
I think that's um, normal. Um, I don't mind being alone. I think long term as well, that would be something that I wouldn't necessarily like. Um, but I do cherish my me time as well in terms of because it's just especially with chaos happening. You know, there's always something in our lives mm. being, that we have to deal with. So my alone time is is precious. Yeah. Um, and I cherish it. So, yeah, but I guess after a certain period, you probably start, you know, missing, you know, companionship and all that stuff. But right now, I, I can't even think that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's get on with this uh, topic then. Uh, Ten things that happen when you start to enjoy being alone. Hmm. Some people think of being alone as a bad thing. It means you're antisocial or unwanted, neither of which are a good position to be in. But actually, being alone isn't necessarily a bad thing. Yes. As there are a handful of benefits that emerge once you learn to embrace solitude. I'm not advocating you go all Tom Hanks and Castaway, which I've never seen. Have you guys seen that movie? I have. I have. With Wilson. Mm. Best yeah. of volleyball? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I've never seen it. Because no one can argue the benefits and the joy that come along with fulfilling relationships with other people. I think we're expending a lot of energy trying to keep others happy make them laugh, soothe their egos, read their emotions, and all of the other um, things that come along with the regular interactions. It can be mentally draining if you're constantly connected to other people. A little, a little alone time lets you recharge and take a break from the emotionally and mentally taxing job of constant interaction. Hmm. Are these in any order? Um, I don't think they're in any That's my top one. That that's, one was? That's, that rings? Yeah, because that's the reason I do enjoy being alone. I always, I've told plenty of people around me that you're like a battery and you have to recharge. You know, if you just keep going and going and giving and giving, you're eventually going to deplete. Mm-hmm. And so I purposely do that. I try, I have to recharge because you're only as good as, you're, yeah. as you are for yourself. So I will go and recharge and what, whether that's, Watch a movie, vegetate, whatever it is. Vegetate. Well, just like just. What is that? Did you mean like, meditate? Vegetate. Vegetate. Sit around, lazy, do nothing, chill. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a real word? I think. Yeah, it is. I think, it, I think yeah. so. Oh, that's wow. what I when he said vegetate. That's exactly. That's what exactly. I would say. Yeah. Taj, look at you. Yeah. Vegetate means uh, just yeah. like. But it's like do nothing. Yeah, which is I equate almost to video games. <laughs> you yeah. know, like but that's like my time to like just be like okay, you know, this is me time, and so I love it. Okay. Nice. Um, Thanks for sharing, Todd. I think it's I think it's very necessary to have um, some alone time, some me time, and this is obviously I I think I've actually heard you say this, Todd, that you got to recharge, unplug, you know, from everything, computers, all of that stuff, if you need to, and just really take care of yourself, Um, because you do you do spend a lot of time taking care of other people, especially when you have children. you're you're taking care of so many things. We do a lot of things um, every single day, and sometimes we can take care of ourselves last or not at all. And it's very important that you stop and take care of yourself. You know, um, someone said this to me last week: like you got to put the oxygen mask on yourself first mm. before mm-hmm. you, know, mm-hmm. you take. Mm-hmm. You got to remember right. it's very like true. that kind of mindset. Take care of yourself. And then you can have more you're no good to take care of take care of yourself. Yeah. yeah. So that, that was number one. You'll yeah. get to recharge. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to carry on, but I'm, I, I appreciate you sharing vegetate. Yeah. I never heard of it. Oh, that's what I'm <laughs> and for. I'm actually impressed. You not only knew it, but you used it in a sentence. 
and and correctly. And correctly. Yeah. Um, just, wait, let me educate the listeners real quick. Vegetate, live or spend a period of time in a dull, inactive, unchallenging way, um, similar to do nothing, idle, be inactive. Mm-hmm. Todd Jackson. Oh, that's. I love that part of my life. <laughs> like, just <laughs> it's like. <laughs> so it's, it's not as impressive since you do no, it all the I time. Mean, I, you got to know what the word is to what what you're doing. Um. It's because I think look at the sky. Recharge, recharge is important because I also equate recharging with being selfish. A little self, a little about you, you know. It, but what, it's a healthy selfish. Yeah, it's about making what what would make you happy. Mm-hmm. Whether it's for me, it's like it used to be. I call studios. it self care. Self self care. Okay. But if you're always self-care. giving to someone, it is being a little yourself positively selfish, you know, in mm-hmm. a in a positive way. You know, because you can only give so much. I just think there's a value in chilling, and you've always had that mentality. Maybe it took a little me, bit too much. Yeah, maybe a little <laughs> bit too much. I I never had that. Yeah. But I'm realizing the importance of it. Yeah. You know, so it's it's been a beautiful thing the last it's several called years. Called the burnout factor. Yes, and it's true. <clears throat> it's true. All right, we're gonna move on. Yeah. Number two, you'll reflect more often. Your life is always moving at a crazy fast pace. So fast, in fact, that it's probably rare when you have a moment alone to sit and reflect on your life. Being being alone gives you the perfect opportunity for a little self-reflection. Since you aren't spending so much time processing the thoughts and feelings of others, it's the best time to turn your focus inwards. Solitude provides the perfect environment for reflection. I love that. And um, I haven't really, you know, and maybe my answer to that has been long showers because I'll take a long shower or, or take a bath for literally an hour and a half, two hours. And I'm either reading or self-reflecting. And that's probably my version of solitude. But oh. it seems, and even like I said, when I go out of town every now and then I try to schedule a day for me where I could just chill. But as I get in, as I get older, I realize the importance of setting si- time aside for you to just do that. My question to you guys I don't know if he'll know this, but maybe you will, Terrell. Is is that what meditation is? Meditation is quieting the mind. So, so that doesn't... Yeah, so I would say... But well, if you're no, quieting really, the mind, you're, you're not thinking. I don't think it's... No. So it's I wouldn't say that's meditating. Okay. Um, so. Are you done? Yeah, go ahead. Please. Uh, I was just going to say that I, I, um, I was thinking about what I do for self-reflection... Uh-huh. And one of the things that has helped me is um, walking. Mm-hmm. You know, walking has helped me a lot, and it's it's uh it's it's been a, an escape for me. And and some day some days I will I will walk with music or walk or run or whatever with the music. But lately, I've just been walking by myself in, with the quiet, and. That's my alone time, sort mm-hmm. of say, and it's also been my time to self-reflect, I guess. So, I thought it was interesting that that was there, um, and that's what—that's basically what I what I've been doing. Mm. And it's you know sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, but I think it's always necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's what uh, when I saw self-reflect. And, and I think that's important to say, Charles. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, but it's necessary. I think you, um, you know, but it's also a fine line. You don't want to get sullied and, and depressed off of thinking negative thoughts all the time. So I, I think you got to really approach it. And hopefully you're in a space mentally where when you do have that alone time and you reflect and if you're going through things, you can you can turn that into a positive outcome and start thinking how you can recover. 
I don't know if I self-reflect. I don't know if I self-reflect or if I'm always self-reflecting because I don't take time to self-reflect. So either I don't self-reflect, like I just, I've never like been like, hmm, let me think about my life, what, you know, I could have done better. Like, um, you really don't? I don't, I don't do that. But maybe I'm doing it constantly. Like maybe I'm always adjusting hmm. to the point where, so when, when, and when a failure happens or a negative happens, that's when I self, like that's the minute or five minutes or an hour that I'll think about you and, know, then, and then and then it. it's gone it's like i'll never think about that thing again it's kind of it's kind of like blissful ignorance it's it's <laughs> <laughs> i knew what you're doing no it's it's literally letting things flow through you like, yeah so you don't which hold is commendable on to, which is it's like water it's like letting it and i think that's one of the reasons why things don't stick to me and and mm -hmm. and, and weigh me down is because it's not that it doesn't affect me it's just that it's yeah. like there's a certain if you can't control it, what's affecting you, then it's just it's it's it weighs on you. Mm -hmm. And I, I I honestly have not self reflected. I'll tell you the times I have, relation after a relationship. Okay. I'm, but it's all, always been like, okay, is it my fault? Did I do? You know? Really? Yeah. What was my fault on it? But then, you know, I'll go okay. Well, it's it's both. You know, there's two sides to everything and whatever. And so then you I'll, don't self reflect at all. For what? Like I don't know anything you're doing, whether it's a project, whether it's a, a interview, whether it's a no. It's because for me, I feel like this is part of the journey. Yeah, um, every every failure is like a learning experience to me. So I don't think yeah. of it as a setback. Kind of don't you have to self reflect to just to label it a quote unquote failure? It's not a failure. It's it's a learning experience. So I don't think of it as a failure. Okay. Well, to each his I'm, own. I'm, yeah. I'm where I'm at now is exactly where I'm supposed to be. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. cool. Even if I'm not happy with where I'm supposed to, like where I'm at, like if I want to be, you know, um, doing bigger and better stuff. Yeah, it's where I'm at right now. So it is what it is. Yeah, until I change it. Okay. Um, all right. Let's go to number three. Yes. Um, you'll get in touch with your own emotion. Is number three. Yeah. Again, when you're surrounded by other people all the time, you're constantly trying to read and cater to the other person's emotions. So much so that you could end up losing touch with your own. When you start to enjoy being alone, you'll gain a greater perspective for your own emotions. You'll create a deeper understanding of what makes you happy, what upsets you, and what saddens you. With that knowledge, it's then easier to regulate your emotions. But it all starts with understanding how you feel, and that comes from a little bit of solitude. That's great. I think yeah. it's important too. That's a yeah. You know because uh, you know as as time goes on and it seems like more and more so in society you know your emotional health is getting more prominent. Mm. You know, so it's great to hear that solitude can help. You discover that. Yeah. We have a, a phone call. Yes. Who's uh who's calling? Who's joining us the on the Power of Love? Power of Love. Yeah, hello guys. It's Toya. How are you doing? Hey. How are you, Toya? Oh, yeah. How's it going? D doing great, thank you. What's going on? Yeah, um, I I'm getting off uh, a little bit off topic today, but I wanted to to ask you a question about um, death and grief. And uh -huh. yeah. Um, yeah, you know, obviously it's hard for everyone when we lose a loved one, but um, it seems to me that it hits harder when it's unexpected and we are not prepared for it. 
Yeah. And that, that's weird because death is by nature unpredictable and ineluctable. So, you know, it's part of life and we have no control about it. And we we all have to deal with death one day or another, but still it seems that we tend to forget that notion. We mm. tend to ignore it until the day we, we have to face the loss of a loved one. And, you know, for some, some of us, it's just, um, it's such a shock that uh, they never get over it. Yeah. So my question yeah. is, um, do you think uh, we we should, as a society, should uh, we should um, do something to get uh, more uh, ready or prepared for it? Uh, we've talked about this. There's nothing that can. There's no uh, class about loss and grief in school mm-hmm. um, that I know of. You know, it's it's. Mm. Um, I think there there should be things like this, and that's why we wanted to start this foundation to contribute, you know, in some kind of way, but it's, it's, um, sadly, it feels like it's happening more and more. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's cause yeah. I'm personally getting older, but it seems like so much craziness going on in the world. Um, and with just mental health, um, in itself, it seems like we need to support each other more. There needs to be more, um, there needs to be more communities and awareness of these kind of things and support mm-hmm. because it's, it's happening mm-hmm. and it's especially death and loss. It's part of life. Like you say, um, it's unpredictable mm-hmm. and there, there, there are tools out there to help you navigate through it. But I don't believe, um, that there's enough people or there's a, a place you can go or it's reaching the kids or the people where they can access yeah. these tools or they can be, um, you know, taught without, because nobody wants to deal with this. No one mm. wants to talk about this. this it's is a not hard fun. subject to talk about. You know, TJ yeah. mentioned the topic, you know, possible topic today. And I was like, I don't want to talk about that. It's too heavy. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's hard, you know, mm-hmm. and it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's not fun. It's a, it's a negative thing. Or, and some can say view it as a positive thing, but nobody likes to deal with death, you know? And, and let me add this because Tori, you are saying unexpected versus expected. I think they're both very, very difficult. You know, even in Henry's yeah. friend's situation, Taj knew, was aware that he was going to pass soon. You know, and, and there's a there's a difficulty in that because he, he has to go through each and every day with the idea that this could be the day my friend passes. I think that mm-hmm. the difference is, is unnatural versus natural. I think when it's a natural passing, it's more easy to deal with versus unnatural. And, you know... In my opinion, it's mostly natural causes of death usually happen when you're older and you've really kind of lived a full kind of life. So it's supposed to feel like it's at least it's supposed to feel like that. So, you know, even in Mm -hmm. Henry's case, even though it wasn't unexpected, it was still unnatural. And I think that's why it's still equally as difficult as the quote unquote unexpected. Yeah. That's my take. But, but you know, I, I was um, I was considering starting to to have regular uh, conversation with my son about it. You know, mm-hmm. just to remind him that I'm gonna die. We're all gonna mm-hmm. die. Mm-hmm. Not not to scare him or to make him feel sad, but on the contrary, to make him realize that we are both lucky to be there and to be alive. And yeah. I don't know. It may incite us just to enjoy the day more, to be to be humble mm-hmm. and yep. to, to to cherish every moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tori, that's true. And I think that's a great thing to do. I, I don't know if having a direct conversation about yourself not being there is the right way, but I think whether it's through animals, through whether it's through butterflies, whether it's through insects, mm-hmm. whether it's through paint on the walls, how it eventually goes away. 
that's just part of the process of of birth and and death and i i mm-hmm. would agree with you that i think that is a, a a concept that the younger they are to understand that the the better off they will be whenever that unexpected surprise hits them with whoever it is he loves so i think that's actually a good idea i just don't know if i would use you because i know you are such an important figure in his life that i wouldn't want that to to seep on his head and you know because kids can sometimes run away with imaginations and so just be careful with that yeah yeah i I think i think the natural time usually when people do it is whether it's the death of a pet or Mm -hmm. whether it's the death of a grandparent or great grandparent Mm -hmm. or something like that where you have to explain to them this is natural Mm -hmm. this happens that those are usually the 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 end times to do it um And, and, and to answer real quick a lot of times when that happens, we ourselves are, are mourning and mm-hmm. we don't really want to talk. Yeah, that's you know, and that's pretty much yeah, everyone. Exactly. So we have to try to consciously make a decision to, to buck that and to, to speak about it to younger and yeah. to those we care about to help them learn how to grieve. You did a good job with grandpa with um, your kids yeah. during that time yeah. period. It, it was interesting because I was I was the one that was hesitant mostly. And it was Bryce um, that wanted to go see Grandpa, um, wanted to go up, even because I've never done the open casket thing. Yeah, neither. He wanted yeah. to. Yeah. And because Bryce wanted to, I went with him, and that was the first time. Wow. Um, so that was that was a different experience. That was a really, Bryce really took that differently. Yeah, but it was good for him. Man, it was I hate very to say good. it that way. It was way, good you know? for him. It definitely and, was. And in like in our case, Grandpa was a good person for mm-hmm. that because it was mm-hmm. he was close, mm-hmm. but still, you know, Grandpa. It was yeah. a distant. It wasn't you. You know, it wasn't Bree. So yeah. it was good for him to experience that because it's a real thing. Yeah, you know, it's a real thing. Um, I think it's great, Toria, that you you uh talk to your son about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand to this point, you know, using a time when a pet or mm-hmm. somebody you know mm-hmm. passes to use that time but at the same time sometimes you know why i said are... that though mm-hmm. because usually the kid will come to you yeah in in a way i think i'm I'm more concerned with what tj said with if you bring it up sometimes they're like what's wrong mommy you know yeah. are you okay yeah. like are you healthy yeah. you know yeah. that's the <laughs> you know because i'm not saying you bring it up all the time you know, but those but that's yeah. gonna happen every three four or five yeah. years yeah. and it's if you want I don't think it's it's bad to remind people that it can happen and you have to um, mm. live each day and appreciate things. I think that's a great lesson. It's a great lesson. But what, another part of what she was saying, which is an equally as great lesson, is hopefully it will allow him to be more grateful and to respect mm-hmm. the time that you do have together. And I think that's an yeah, important exactly. lesson that, that you achieve Very by good. talking about that. So well done, Toria. Thank you, Toria, for calling in. You're, you're welcome, and it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Mm-hmm. And TJ, I'm sending you all the the good vibes and 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 love for your thank you for your health. Yes, mm-hmm. I feel so so down right now. I mean, not like emotionally, oh. like my energy's gone. Yeah, but I, I I'm happy to be. Right. I'm <laughs> I'm grateful to be here, and it's good hearing from you, Toria. And thank you for sending that. Thank you, Toria. You're welcome. You're welcome. Take care. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Oops. Sorry, Toria. Cut you off a little bit. No, it's all good. All right. Should we Great call, by the way. Yes, it was. Thank you, Toria. Number four, you'll start doing things you actually enjoy. When you're constantly in the company of other people, 
you're always making compromises in order to find solutions that the entire group can enjoy. And unfortunately, the things you want most may not always line up with what the group wants. Mm. Um, so true. So it's easy to enjoy being alone once you realize that doing so gives you more freedom to do the things you actually want to do. So true. So true, at least in my case. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I was just talking to uh, a friend of mine in Tennessee about this. Tennessee. <laughs> and what I was saying was, w- I think one of the things I love about going there, I get to go eat where I want to eat. <laughs> I get to go eat when I want to eat. I get to listen to what I want to listen to and not, you know, get any any negative feedback. You know, negative is a strong word, but you know what I'm saying. I, I, I feel independent again in, in control, and I think that's important. For any, especially a parent who who commits so much of their time to family, to get your own time, to get yeah. you know your your space, I think it's it's huge to do. So, um, I think this this one to me, that's it, that hits the core. This one hits the core because I think it's one that we overlook. You know, if you're a parent and or you have you know a lot of obligations, you overlook this. And I agree. And it, and and it does play its toll. And there's nothing more fulfilling than to be able to do what you want to do every now and then. So, yeah. great, great, you have to great take one. care of yourself. Yeah. And, you know, when there's no, there's no, uh, how do you say this? When you don't have to split the tension or the, the decisions and it's just you, mm-hmm. you definitely get to, um, you get to do what you want to do. So we've been in this, that boat for a while, me and you, Terrell. But Taj, this is kind of new to you, I think, being a new father. Mm-hmm. Do you kind of, ex- are you, because Taylor's what, 10 months, 11 months? 10 months. 10 months. Um, do you kind of, experience you're thinking (laughs) it's 10 months do you kind of experience that are you feeling i hate to say it this way but a loss of yourself no he's turning into us (laughs) (laughs) i love it (laughs) it really is i'm it i don't know what it is Uh maybe we're lucky because everyone's like oh she's gonna sleep on her schedule she sleeps on our schedule (laughs) like like she goes to sleep at like one in the morning two in the morning Mm -hmm. and sleeps all the way until we wake up like it's been weird like that, you know. That's um, a good thing. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it lasts forever. Well, but I'm r- I'm worried more it. about the teenage years, you know. Right with it. Yeah. So right now she's kind of like she's just copying what we do, in, in a way. And I love that aspect of it. But no, I think the thing is, is that I'm always I've l- always loved giving anyway. So it's like now that it's about her, it yeah. kind of feels natural in that way. And it's just like, yeah, I, I don't know. I I I, I mean. Loss of self? No, not really. As long yeah. as I get to now, if I didn't get to do as I said, like yeah. as it gets more hectic and you don't get to do this and that, you're gonna feel like okay. I, I think you'll balance it well. Yeah, I think you'll balance it for several reasons. I don't see you with a big, huge family. Maybe I'm wrong, yeah. but I also think you'll balance it because you have a stronger understanding and a good grasp of certain principles. What's that, really important that many what? people don't have. Yeah. You know, you are able to let go of things. You're able to really understand the importance of me time. Um, even when you talk about video games, you know, yeah. I, I'm one that goes everywhere with video games. Sometimes I love them. Sometimes I yeah. think they're terrible. But you, you, I like your position of it. Consistent. Even if it's an hour a day, it's like that kind of time to unwind and un- 100%. unplug. Yeah. And I respect that. It yeah. is. And and now that video games are more mobile than ever, it's mm-hmm. even easier to like on the go do something or whatever. I don't know. It's. Yeah. Right. Not <laughs> bad. Um. We'll the, yeah, let's five. do number five and then we'll, we'll stop. Yeah, yeah perfect. Kind of I love we'll this do number list. Number five and then it we'll is a great list. Yeah, number five. You'll become more productive. 
Being, being in the company of other people can be fun and entertaining, but it can also seriously affect your productivity. There are times when the company of other people act as nothing more than a distraction from getting your work done. Time spent alone can be some of the most productive time in your life, mostly, be sorry. mostly because there are fewer distractions and you can put, wait, and you can just put down, I'm butchering this up. Let me start over. Mostly because there are fewer distractions and you can just put your head down and get to work. Mm -hmm. There we go. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of common sense, though. You know, if you have less distractions, less people around, you're going to get more, quote unquote, work done. You're going to be able to do what you know you need to get done. You have the, you have the ability to. So that's kind of, that's, that's, you know, a very predictable but strong benefit of being alone. I, you know, it's interesting. I do feel more productive being alone sometimes in that way because i i love being with a group and working together but sometimes it's like being alone you can get things done in that way well i think also your position in that group changes yeah. when you're young you're kind of still really learning you're seeing different things you're still forming ideas but you know you're an old man taj so mm. you've seen a lot i'm a veteran <laughs> seen so it all. oftentimes you're probably being grouped with younger ideas that you probably like okay <laughs> I, I already that's thought great. about that in me. the first uh minute. yeah that's great uh <laughs> i'm not saying you oh you especially no, you talk. I, you're I'm not gonna you're not gonna be the close-minded but maybe that's probably where it's like all right guys <laughs> let me save an hour of my life i know everything that you're gonna say maybe that's part of the yeah that's contributing uh, yeah it helps and so. i think um age does help in that way if mm -hmm. it if if you've experienced it and you've really learned from it, then age can be wisdom. And, and here's another thing. Since I already said that, I think if you do take that approach where you kind of feel like you already know the right outcome, it's still great to listen to every idea because even if an idea doesn't work, you can spark another kind of variation of that idea. Mm -hmm. 100%. So communicating and, and all that is good. Yep. But once you know what you need to do, solitude does help you yeah. become more productive. Yes, it does. Um, all right. Well, let's let's quickly review. We only got through five, so let's just five re good ones, recap though. the five yeah. um, again. Ten things that happen when you start to enjoy being alone. Mm -hmm. We only got to five, but let's review them. Number one, you'll get to recharge, which is crucial, especially in today's world. That's my most important because otherwise you burn out. Taz, that's still your most important after hearing the. Gerald, recharging for me is everything because I. I honestly, I'm a people person, so I, I'm always like, ex, you know, like taking trying care to get, of others first. You're trying to take care of others first, and so if I don't recharge, then I become like a mean, like Ooh. grumpy person, like you know, mm. and it's usually from lack of sleep. Mm. Like that's the tr threshold. If I, you know, and I catch but, myself, but it's too late. Like, but sometimes that's snappy. What, that's what recharging is. That's what I'm saying. Is being able to relax and get some rest. Yeah. So sometimes I get right. snappy. And Number two, the, you'll reflect more often. Mm -hmm. I think that's important. Very important. Very I, important. I, I I've been doing a lot of that mm -hmm. with my walks, mm -hmm. and it's taken me to places um, years and years ago. Um, but it's necessary. I think you need to. But Terrell, here's places. the here's the deal. You probably wouldn't have went to those places no. mentally if you weren't no. alone. No. So the walking so alone. It is. Yeah, it's great. Very helpful. Good. That is good. Um, number three, you'll get in touch with your own emotions, which is important. I think that's goes hand in hand with the other one for me at least with the reflecting yeah it's weird i do this every day with my walks and i and i started off with music but the last couple times i either listen to um to this one tape thing mm -hmm. or i'm i'm just not 
listening to anything. They're, they're very comparable, but for me, the reflecting is more of a mental thing where the emotion is obviously emotional. And mm -hmm. I think when you're alone, you allow yourself to, to understand yeah. and grasp. And be open. And be open, understand, and grasp what your emotional state is. Yep. Uh, number four, you'll start doing things you actually enjoy. Which is one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, because if you are too busy, you don't get the chance to really take care of what you want to do. And if you keep... Like in Todd's sense, if you keep giving, eventually, you know, you'll feel like, okay, but what do I want to do? Mm -hmm. You know, so being being alone and, and making sure you have me time allows you to. And, and for me, I think traveling is the best way to do it. Mm, well, explore and, and be in foreign territory and, and do your own thing. Um, and number five, the last yes. one for today was you'll become more productive. Which, again, is, is very true. Because if you're alone, you could handle your business. You, you know what you got to do, and you, you have an opportunity to get it done. All right. Well, that was the uh, that's the first five of the ten things that happen when you start to enjoy being alone. Nice. Um, we'll continue the next five, six through ten, next week. Mm -hmm. um, that's pretty much it for the show. You guys made anything? Yeah, this is a great list. Um, respect the importance of solitude. Don't think of it as such a negative thing. There's some great benefits, and... I'm excited to hear the last five next week. All right. Todd, you good? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see the next part. Yep. Very informative. See if I agree Josh. with it. Thanks for <laughs> adding that. Well, All right. I didn't agree. With, I mean, I didn't disagree with a lot this time around. <laughs> That's our show. All right. We'll catch you guys next week. Thank All you. Right. Adios. Thank you for listening to The Power of Love. We are here to provide hope, resources, and a community so no one feels alone in their grief. Support for our Power of Love radio show comes from a variety of generous donors, including supporters from institutions, individuals, and corporations through the D.D. Jackson Foundation. D.D.J.F. is a nonprofit 501c3 organization.